0: The cryptoverse is about removing borders. It's about facilitating access um, in a huge way, in in access to collaborators, as well as access to fundraising opportunities um, and access to markets. You know, it it can often be in Jamaica, you feel when you go to an event, it's the same audience that you see supporting the artists at each event because there's just so much of the population. But when you are putting yourself on OpenSea, much like eBay or Amazon, For traditional projects or products you're now opening up your your art market to a much larger world
1: hi and welcome to the montage podcast where we speak to the stakeholders of the jamaican creative industry today we get the honor of talking to miss joan webley Uh, a long-standing member for the creative community in the field of copyright, and she will be speaking to us about NFTs and the potential that it has on the Caribbean and the Jamaican economy. So without further ado, let me introduce our guest. Hello, Joan. How are you doing today?
0: Hello, Jonathan. Thank you so much for this invitation.
1: I'm always happy to be with Jen. Very happy to have you. And if you don't mind, for the persons who are not familiar with your work, do you mind giving an introduction and a background as to who is Joan Webley?
0: Sure. Um, Right. So my name is Joan Webley. I am the daughter of Joan Gordon Webley. So the name sometimes confuses persons, but we are two wholly separate persons and and individuals. Um, I am an intellectual property attorney, and that is my, I guess, my training. And I specialized in copyright in particular. I was the manager of copyrights at JIPO for a few years, but I've really used my degree or the why of what I've done was really stemmed from the belief that the Jamaica's culture and the creative industries needed needed attention, needed support, particularly with respect to intellectual property. I kind of recognized that very young and wanted to be a part of the solution so i i am an attorney by trade but in terms of what i've done um persons from the creative community more connect to my my work as a as a social entrepreneur um being the founder of nanook that creative space uh, right. i was also the president and a founder of itopia life a, a medical cannabis company uh, most recently and and now I've, I've i've reshifted and kind of refocused back on creative and cultural industries, I cannot let that initial that initial why go and I and I see great opportunities in the NFT field, so it's a good time.
1: Right. And I've been looking forward to this conversation because as you mentioned, you noticed that there was a need for the creatives and the support. I also noticed that and I also I'm very much for the protection and the helping of the creatives so I'm very interested to hear some of the insight that you've gathered over the years just working with so many different creatives and such a prolific career. So we are here to talk about NFTs and uh, the cryptocurrencies and how that has to how that will impact the creative industry in Jamaica. Now what is an NFT?
0: Um, an NFT, I think the simplest way for persons to think of an NFT, which is an acronym or an abbreviation for non fungible token. Uh, the, the simplest way to think of it is as a digital store of value, a unique digital store of value. So uh, an NFT is, uh, is an item or a, a digital file, which is stored on the blockchain and which has value attached to it by way of different cryptocurrencies. So that's the, that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> for for anyone um wanting a definition of all of those foreign words I just said, I I would encourage them to head to Carriage Rock. So I, I I I recognized in this space it, there's a lot that feels very uncomfortable even though nothing is new under the sun. There's a lot right. that feels in this space. So last June I actually released a paper and it's for free. I, it's basically I I I had been fortunate enough to have the bandwidth to research and and listening to spaces and learn for the over the period of a year and and what i've what i've shared is a summary of what i've recognized in this space so it's a carry drop white paper it's on carrydrop.com it can be downloaded for free and it has a glossary at the back with all of these new words and the definition of what what this what this means um and a summary of some of the things i guess we'll talk about today the opportunities for creatives and cultural industry right and
1: i actually did get your paper and i read it and it was very concise so the cases and the persons who are doing things in the space and i learned a lot from it and there are some things that you mentioned there that i want to bring up here so that's a nice right now we recognize that jamaica as you mentioned is a late adopter to this technology and because of certain barriers of entries with technology and access to the equipment to do more in the digital space, we really are behind the ball in that sense. But you mentioned where the greatest thing that will impact NFTs and the cryptocurrencies out here is a public awareness campaign. Could you expound more on that?
0: Um, Education, education, education. So it's, it's the number one thing that can, when I say a public awareness campaign, I think, helping to reach the persons who could benefit most from this space, uh, the the creatives and the creators in the the immediate stage, at least um, need some, a lot of the stuff you mentioned, yes, internet connectivity and all of that, but there's a lot of financial literacy that's required to to maneuver the space. So when I'm speaking about education, um, it varies. It, It may be the education on how to digitize or how to create digital works, because that may not be a, a, an art form that people are familiar with. Not everyone is, is Jan, is a Jan member. Um, sure. There may be education needed um, on, on digital financial literacy, as I'm mentioning. So how to handle your own money? Because the, the beauty of this space is that it is such a great opportunity for artists to correct, connect directly with markets and to remove a lot of the middlemen that are usually necessary, be they agents, attorneys, um, banks, whoever else from the process of creation to consumer or client. But on the flip side of that, it, it also comes with a lot of responsibility. And I can share from just the the support that I've given to a few artists in these initial, cause I've been piloting different programs or, or assisting and supporting other artists with their entry. And I can share that it's a, it's a responsibility that, you know, you mentioned I work with lots of creatives. It's a responsibility that not a lot of creatives initially want. Um, a lot of creatives tend to want to take this zone of, which is not a bad thing, I'm not saying it with judgment, but take the zone of, I want to create and have everything else taken care of for me. And that's not what this space is. This space requires personal responsibility, but also has a promise or potential for great, great opportunity or reward. Okay, and
1: that's true, as most creatives really just, they want to stay true to the creativity. I don't want to do anything else but create. but
0: create. I don't want to be concerned with how much to price this for, or what market to put this in, or a promotional campaign. I get it, you know. Um, right. But but in but in this space, for example, every person is responsible for their own digital wallet, which is one of the first steps to entering the metaverse, in my opinion. You know, it's
1: right. something
0: that I I actually have started doing these onboarding sessions where I or I introduce people to the metaverse for the first time quote-unquote it's it's something I think that's easier shown than spoken about and so I, I take them on a little virtual journey show them what spaces are show them what marketplaces are um but yeah invariably persons need to take responsibility for their own finances and they do that initially through a digital wallet
1: right so let me strongly recommend to everybody who is listening to this stop listening get the white paper and go read it because now we're going to talk about some terms no we're going to use some terms now that you will definitely need the reference to talk about now i am no expert on cryptocurrency so i will you might correct me for some things if i'd have it wrong that's okay and uh, nft non-fungible token and we know that one of the beauty of cryptocurrency is that free public domain where there's a record of everything that goes with the transactions now in a place that in the blockchain, correct. Now, in Jamaica, where we have a lot of persons who, as you mentioned, they just want to be the creative and they don't want to start the business. They don't want to register a patent. They don't want to copyright the work. I see where this is a good opportunity for persons to have protection and notoriety worldwide because it's out in the open. It's once you mint your NFT you are golden because everything that happens to it moving forward, it's public record and it's a part of the public domain. So here's the question now. And uh, I'm very interested in talking about the public awareness campaign because we see where due to a lot of different factors, creatives are one of those industries that get a bad rep. There's not Mm -hmm. as much earning, there's not as much respect. And this is one way where we can tap in So the trend, no. Everybody's looking at NFTs. Everybody's looking at that. How would we go about doing this? So we're going to talk to people about, okay, now you are illustrator. You can create the work. You already have a digital format. Do we just say, go to OpenSea, mint it, go sell it? Is it that simple? Or do we need to be more hands-on? Do we need to have a workshop where we walk persons through the process? Or what do you think?
0: Okay, Well, I, I wanted to say one thing before i before I give my answer, and that's to say that I am not an expert in crypto either. right. I, I would be misleading the listeners or yourself if i if I position myself like that. Um, okay. if anyone wants to call me an expert in something, intellectual property is closer. Um, right. but what I am is someone who has done focused study on this, who has been piloting projects and who has been attempting stuff and and you know, even though in the paper I, I mentioned that the Caribbean is late to the party. What's true is that anybody who's talking about NFTs right now is still early. You know, we might be late, but it's a party that's very small at the moment. The rest, the majority of the world is not really in this space. Um, For anyone who's familiar with the the normal rate of technology adoption, we are still in what's considered early majority period. So we're not the first ones there, yes, we're not necessarily the the trendsetters or the groundbreakers, but we're in this first swell, and so it's still a great time to be pioneering stuff, but that also means it's a time when there's a lot to be figured out. There's a lot that is uncertain or unsure. Um, So when you ask, what do I mean by education, is it this or is it that? I am going to see all of the above just okay. as just as with anything it's it's approaching education on all fronts it's definitely doing workshops you know having conversations like this for example right. um or in the future i'll be speaking uh, with kingston creative with their group so it's it's making persons aware in that way but also in more intimate settings you know i've done gatherings at Nancy is an artist and an uh, elder Jamaican artist, uh, won na- multiple awards nationally who have been introducing this space to. And I, we held a session at her home with uh, persons who are, her, are collectors of her real world work. And right. we introduced them to the metaverse. And we did this two months ago or a month and a half ago. And she's going to release her first project in the coming month. So in right. other words, when she does this, this is not brand new to everybody who's been collecting her work. She's carrying the, her audience on a journey. So there is that type of education. Um, but, but most importantly, you know, how do you start was what you asked. Uh, go try. I really encourage persons to test and to to be as bold in this space as possible. I think in the Caribbean, we tend to really seek a lot of external validation. I know I can speak for myself with that. I'm very much... In the past, I've been very much, how do I get accredited for that? Or how do I make sure I'm doing that the right way that they do it? Um, And this is not that space. This is really the space where the brave will will win. The brave will also get birth, but the brave um, will, will win. So there's a lot to be gained by unlearned by doing. So, so I would encourage person, sure, to go on OpenSea and, and go on all those different platforms and listening to Clubhouse, but like anything you're going to do for the first time and you're a creative, so you know this, you do some research on the space, you know, you learn, you learn your tools of trade, you, you, you right. speak to other creatives in the community. Um, they are your best resource, and this space is wide open. It's not like a lot of creative industries I've worked in before, like music, where where things seem more secretive or other worlds that that persons always say, oh, it's closed to only the, the the selected few. That's not this world at all. It's it's exactly the opposite. Much like the technology that facilitates it, blockchain, transparent and open. What uh-huh. I've found and what I'm, I'm, in, I'm sharing with persons is that you have a community that's there that's very open and is very wanting to share information, at least right now. So there's no shortage of ways to learn um, and possibly earn. So, so, so do it.
1: <laughs> All right. And as I was preparing to have this conversation, I started to think about how that implementation would go. And mm-hmm. not just the implementation, but you know that persons will go where they see the opportunity. And uh, not, we're not going to talk about uh, get rich quick, where somebody sees somebody says an uh, NFT for 1.7 million or mm-hmm. X amount a billion <laughs> right off the front door. Right. But it's a new space. And it's a new space that we can carve out a space for ourselves because yeah. it's open and where i see the opportunity on a whole we have a very creative culture so we have persons who express themselves a lot of different ways and here is now a new way that you can express yourself and remove the middlemen so to speak while you do so and then you can present your work openly right across the board and then it doesn't just stop with the NFT itself, or just that digital, mm-hmm. because you mentioned the derivatives where you can start a collection and then you can do merch where after. And so, in terms of impact and what it would look like for the social standing of artists who goes down that road, what does that look like for
0: you? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because, and again, before this talk, I was thinking about things that might come up, and I, I, I think of the saying that so many of us in creative industries in Jamaica always say that this is the factory, that Jamaica is the factory for all of this creative goal um, and that we need to be connected with the market. And that's really what's happened here in a really huge way. Um, The cryptoverse is about removing borders. It's about facilitating access um, in a huge way, in in access to collaborators, as well as access to fundraising opportunities um, and access to markets. You know, it, it can often be in Jamaica you feel when you, go to an event, it's the same audience that you see supporting the artists at each event because there's right. just so much of the population. Right. But when you are putting yourself stuff on open sea, much like eBay or Amazon for traditional projects or products, right. you're now opening up your, your art market to a much light, larger world. Um, so then you move, some persons can move from being a big fish in the small pond of Jamaica to being right. a small fish in the big, open sea every pun right. intended um and that is why you'll see in the paper and i think maybe that's what you're alluding to that i am a big proponent of a collective push as as joined up as possible as interconnected as possible um i i think that they're not i think it is obvious when anyone starts to look at nft world and and the collections that are doing well you know you mentioned okay so for persons listening when i when an nft is released there is what's called a drop that's the release of the nft of the project you have various types of projects happening but some of the most successful you know you heard one-off sales that are very exciting and those one-off huge numbers are usually linked to an item that has a huge value in the real world before going on sale as an nft so either attached to a person or or it's made by an artist that already has a real world following an audience before going into the nft world so that's where those unusual and high numbers come from what you see happen a lot um authentically or originally within this digital space is the rise of collections and communities the communities around them that's what adds a lot of value to the projects in the end, the persons that buy into them, the people that are running these communities and these collections, that is the real value that is being bought into from these NFTs. It's not just the art, although for some persons, they really are collecting the artwork. And, you know, right. some persons then go on to debate, is this art or not, if it's computer-generated art, anything. And, and, and we're not going to get into those kinds of discussions. What's true right. is that um, whether or not you think it's art, it is a digital creation it is a digital file capable of unique registration and sale as an nft and persons are able to leverage that within communities when they're able to attach even more value to the ownership of that file so it's not just that you own this artwork but you are a part of community that gives you access to different perks um so this is a way that i would love for jamaica to start thinking of this sooner rather than later because you know we we've We've written papers saying things like we want to be a cultural super state and right. we are a creative capital. And right. uh, you know, I, I have long thought and, and wondered how Jamaica, you know, it's why I work in all the areas I work. How can Jamaica have all of this and, and not have enough money for healthcare for everyone and, and free education for everyone. And um, <laughs> you know what so I mean? All of these just normal benefits right, and take right. society things that should happen. And I've often thought if everybody on if, if the love that people have from Jamaica could go to the bank, we could right. we could right. literally. And, and, and this is a bridge that and if effectively for me, why I'm so excited is that NFTs are a bridge. And even more so than IP, they can bring back value back.
1: And to touch on what you said, because I want to make this personal for some people, mm-hmm. when we talk about Jamaica being a cultural hub of the world, something happens in Trenchtown, or in Tivoli, Jamaica, and Mm -hmm. it changes the trajectory of fashion, of music, of culture, of art, and this is not just now. From a very long time ago, Jamaica has been one of the centers of moving trends and moving fashions. And as you mentioned, that doesn't always equate financially. And uh, the beauty of this is where there's no middleman, And I always I, I like that aspect about it where, yes, you do have the platforms that is going to facilitate it. But there's an open record through the blockchain that you mentioned where basically think about it as let's say you have a dollar and that dollar passes from one hand to the next. The blockchain is a public record of every hand mm-hmm. that dollar passed through. Yes. And that is how you know how or who owns or that the person actually has the ability to get this thing now as we mentioned a while ago jamaica is a cultural hub and people use everything to do nfts for example something that you mentioned had some real world value that was sold for astronomical rate. they sold a clipping from an nba final from in the 90s hundreds of thousands a clip of a video of a final i couldn't believe it when i saw it but let's say imagine we do an nft of bob marley actually performing or we draw uh say we draw or by port royal or we go to hope gardens where you know there we have so much cultural places that across the world there's so much that we can bank on and tie to and then it has real world significance People in Germany, Japan, the world over, they look to here, and we have access to that capital that we're not utilizing.
0: Thank you. And <laughs> the truth, I think, I think, I think, my work is done. A hundred percent, a hundred times, yes. And this is where you may have seen me speaking recently about the idea of NFT Jamaica. Right. Um, so it's and and someone said, you know, you have to own Jamaica in order to NFT it, and it's like, well, I hear where you're coming from. But if Jamaica's culture is on sale all around the world right now. Right. It's just that right. Jamaica isn't necessarily benefiting as much. So That's exactly correct. what you see, if we were to look at institutions like the National Gallery of Jamaica, um, places that store our archives, the JBC collection, all of these things, we may be surprised what we would find there because, you know, Jamaica, as you mentioned, we're not just a... Uh, Creator of popular culture, we are a draw of a lot of popular culture. Many people don't know that the world ever, the first ever world music festival took place in Montego Bay, you know, in the seventies. So this right. is this is footage that if that we that we want to as a nation understand right. how we can right. use for us and and figure out how we can start to solve some of our own problems and not solely be going for grants or or funding from international organizations but using our culture which so many others have used to benefit us directly this is this is what i'm very excited to um to explore and i wanted to just you know intellectual property is is the way i thought it would happen at first and intellectual property is still important here right and i address it in the paper because knowing your rights gives you a little bit more of an upper hand when you when you're coming up with a strategy for a project and how you're going to give it legs and and make right. it last the way. You know, I'll give you a quick example. The Matrix recently did a drop an NFT drop and they sold NFT which were characters which are they shared in in their roadmap, in their long-term plan. That's called a roadmap that when you bought this NFT, this character would become an eventual avatar or virtual person in the matrix virtual world that they're going to be building or developing. So in other words, they had attached some intellectual property or some rights to it.
1: Right,
0: Things in future. So knowing your rights is still relevant, but the truth of it is documentation, writing contracts, all of these other things, for, for many reasons, owners of IP haven't been benefiting as much in the real world. And I really think that Things like smart contracts, which are, you know, computer programs that, as you say, record transactions immediately as they're done. right? And the fact that royalties are possible for NFTs are two, are just two of the ways in which this space can bring a lot of benefit. And I just want to say one more thing. When it comes to education, right. I think the best thing that we can do is get people interested themselves. So right. from so this, this podcast, if, if a person don't remember one fact that we said, but something that we said inspires them to go, no, I can't ignore this anymore. I have to go check this out for myself, then we won because there is so much information out there available and each person needs to educate themselves and share the information.
1: I agree. And when I talk to people now, young artists, persons who are in the us- industry, I say it's the best time to be a digital creator. Just yeah, best time over. Like and let's bring it closer home now. Animation. It's no, we was are.
0: King. The creator is like kinger, <laughs>
1: right? You know, he is. And here's what it is. And I'm just going to zone in on animation a bit. But NFT yes, does yes. fund music, does fund art, but just in terms of animation, so to speak, the mm-hmm. animation industry is growing globally. Every year, it goes up our next two to four billion year over year. And you own free and clear. As a Jamaican, if, you're, if you have experienced and you can say, yes, I am Jamaican, you own free and clear the ability to articulate at just a day in Jamaica, you can animate a sequence and turn it into an NFT that down the road, that could be a series that somebody would pay you for that NFT. So outside of just YouTube and the webtoons and the different things, we think about the different characters. We think about the different ways that you can monetize it. So you have the artwork that you could use and turn. You have mm-hmm. the soundtracks that you could use. You have the story. And just as how you tied into what the Matrix did, something that... uh. I don't remember the exact person who did it, but in the files that they created, they embedded certain things in real life. So you do something, you create a piece, and what you do is you embed just some photos to an actual walkthrough of an event. So you actually go where Nanny stood and you take pictures of that and you do a yeah, portrait yeah, of like Nani. augmented
0: reality version and, and access. Yeah. Yeah. There are some very exciting things coming. Sorry. I was hearing you speak and I, and I thought, you know, exactly that. For the animators right now, I am, um, they should really consider themselves empowered in a huge way because A, all of a sudden digital art is now a viable market. Before there right. really wasn't a market for digital art, just in its purest form like that.
1: Right. And then,
0: you think about the CGA art that I was alluding to before, and you know you have these 10,000 collections, which are very popular. You have like the Bored Apes and the CryptoPunks and those kinds of collections that are CGA, yes, but initially it's someone illustrating in a way that animators would be very familiar with, different elements which are then randomly selected and then compiled or composited to create these images. Um, and then, as I hear you touching on, there's gamification as another right. aspect of the industry that animators are really well positioned to be a part of. So the great thing is that I think what persons are going to find, or or as I speak to creatives, what they're finding, or or when I see the light bulb go off, is, and animators will be nodding their head when they, when they start to realize that all those test things that they've done in the past, all those little ideas that they came up with just to trial something, or because it, and it was never going to go anywhere, is now something right. that could be a whole project in itself or a base for a project a basis around which to build a team on a platform like discord another bit of information these are the spaces that I want to see us all in and, and and leading and and sharing in
1: and just to explain to you how you would do that let's say you have a story that you want to bring to life and you spend years Doing over the characters, developing the story, doing all of these different things, everything that leaves your mind and comes to reality is your intellectual property. Now there you, you know. get to a point where you digitize it, you you do something and it's an NFT. When it gets popular, that sketch that you did ten years ago is now a one of one. It's an original piece of something that is now a worldwide phenomenon that is now worth a lot of money for persons who really
0: like the brand so and the com- completely separate from the end product in and of itself it's Completely separate. this is just work
1: that is- this is just dividends that you're getting from the works that you had put in years and years ago you so go. you really it really is a beautiful thing and i'm really i really want persons to learn more about this because i see it as a way where persons can we are jamaicans so when we say take on the road and you know we say hustle you you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. so you as a artist now you can go take on the road like
0: yeah and it's not a get rich quick thing but it's It's a it's a finally get the bus is what it more feels like because you you've been doing the work and been putting it in and not really getting access the gate fly you know
1: you have access to the world through your work and okay so and i want to lead people down the path so As mentioned, if you take anything from this, you want to be looking at this. Now, when you are a person, sometimes you don't really have long-term plans. The bigger you are as a company, it's the longer the vision is. Facebook, which is the biggest in terms of social media, where they're headed is the metaverse. So what we've seen is basically nothing or probably just the tip of the iceberg of what they have planning in, say, one year, two years, five years, ten years. So, as you said, it's still urges stage and so forth. Mm -hmm. And what the metaverse will do is, one, you have the clothes that the persons will need to wear. You have the backgrounds to the different characters. You have the buildings that you need to draw. You have the music. The world itself will have to be created. Imagine Mm -hmm. Jamaica in the metaverse.
0: Imagine the Caribbean in the metaverse.
1: Imagine the Caribbean in the metaverse. Imagine Ahsoka Party in the... Like, it's...
0: (laughs) thank you it's It's, and it's and we won't have to imagine soon that that's that's what it will be
1: and that's where it's going so what i would like um some persons to think about is depending on where you are now let's say that you're not ready today let's look at what a trajectory that you could follow so to speak so that you can establish yourself so you touched on it earlier where you mentioned the first thing that you need is your wallet so could you just walk us through that process so Let's say you're talking to me, I, I, I know nothing about this, but I want to do this. How would you advise me as to get myself going in this? What space? I'm saying
0: okay, so a few things I'm saying to you that basically, Jonathan, this is nothing that is going that is above you. all right? This okay. is this is a, a, a space that requires intentional learning. Yes, you're going to encounter some new things and and it's an expansion expansive space but there's nothing that that you really, really can't grasp if you focus on it. So let's first start by giving you a wallet. That is where you keep your money. So okay. if you're entering a new space and you're going to be dealing with transactions, you want to make sure that you, that you have what's called a digital wallet. Now, two, word, two things for this space, Jonathan, make sure that you do your own research always, that you validate things, there you go, and that you you choose you make a choice based on the most information that you can. So there's the MetaMask wallet that's very that's a very popular one. There's the Coinbase wallet that's another popular one. Um, there's the Kukai wallet. And persons okay. use different wallets depending on where they're shopping or just their personal preference. The most important right. thing to understand is let's go to the page. I'll show you how to download it. So we do it in the actual sessions. But the most important thing to understand is never to reveal the seed phrase for your wallet. That is your personal security feature. No one should ever have access to it. The only right. information you share with persons is what's called your wallet address. Then think of that like your bank account number. And that's where right. you want to give that information so they can get money to you. So let's go and set this up. This is free, this is not gonna cost you anything to grab, and it's your first step to figuring out how you get how to become active on the blockchain. Okay. After you've done that, then you need to get on an exchange which is a financial exchange. Or think of it like a cambio almost. It's a space to go and buy and sell and convert cryptocurrencies. Okay. Now I'm stopping there because that's where the simpleness stops in the Caribbean, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: that's where uh, you know. Of course, we we'll go on. You know, I show persons. I, I usually take persons to a couple of metaverses, a couple Decentraland or Alt Space, depending on what they'd like to check out. Um, and I will also take them to. Open C or rareable or places where NFTs are for sale, so they can see that kind of an action too. But the hurdle for persons really, or the, the bigger conversion gap apart from education, is the ability to purchase crypto. And and that's one that's, you know, unfortunately, what I'm saying, that that's out of my pay grade, or that that's that's for bigger heads than, than us right, to really solve. Right. And the the Caribbean's challenge in accessing cryptocurrency. Um it's putting us behind the curve of, of persons and, and causing persons to have to figure out creative ways to be able to um, get their cryptocurrency and start being active in the space. But CEX.io is one um, site that I often recommend persons to, as well as Coinbase.com, um, to, to use as a platform to purchase cryptocurrency for their wallet. Okay. Can stop there.
1: Okay. And... Uh... Okay, and uh, so I am now armed with my bank account, i.e., my wallet, and yes. I go to the financial exchange. That is places where I can get money in my wallet, and that's the back and forth in the transaction. And you mentioned that is CEX.IO.
0: Yes, CEX.IO or Binance.com. That's another one. That's B-I-N-A-N-C-E.com. That's another. That's another site. Um, okay. But I also want to just strictly say, I mean, I wouldn't recommend someone get a wallet today and start buying tomorrow. Like okay. I said before, this right. you know you want to know any space that you're entering into. So do your own research. There's a lot of free information, right. uh, videos, articles. You know how you learn. Um, I would really recommend person to download the Clubhouse app. It's free, and on a daily basis there are no shortage of of clubhouse rooms where experts or persons well advanced in the area share information for free, share how to do things, what they're doing, what you should avoid doing. Um, And again, giving the example of Anansi, who I've been assisting with her first drop, she I, you know, one of the first things I did after sharing the white paper with her and, and sharing some articles and answering some questions was I got her to download Clubhouse, which she did. And to her credit, she has used it a lot. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll pop in there at midnight and I see Nancy in her room listening to NFT chats. And, you know, okay. she'll share with me, boy, I don't really understand everything they're they're saying. But she is in the space and she's able to hear firsthand what's happening and 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 she's you know she messaged me the other day so i heard about this project in one of the rooms have you heard about it before and it's it's yourself familiar with a new space that you choose how you want to interact with it i don't want you to end up in the metaverse you know avoiding the real world but i don't want you to be in the real world and avoid the opportunities of the metaverse
1: with what you just said it let us highlight that this is not just for creative, because as we just or as we said at the start, creatives want to stay true to the art. Here we have a lot of business, so to speak, we're talking about setting up accounts, doing research doing this is more of the management end of things, and there's an opportunity for both sides of the spectrums the creator and the manager so while I was having a discussion with kevin um about it and he was saying that the more things change is the more some of them will stay the same where because persons will be tied into their creativeness and work, what will naturally occur is more and more firms will pop up that will help persons who will be a who wants to go there
0: carry drop is is a company that i've formed and we are evolving and developing. Uh, the team right. was actually led by Kingston Creative as well. I, a lot of the members of the team I met there through a hackathon that we did in January. Okay. Um, but I mentioned that because even personally, although I've taken that step of forming a company and, and offering solutions, the truth is that I was a little, this space is, this space is almost the opposite of that. So one of the, the first direction or the first project that parajop as a company is working on really is Adel which is a decentralized autonomous organization. Because the truth is that, yeah. yes, some things will stay the same um, in that creatives may always want an, a person to focus on the business side a bit more for them. But right. what is true and beautifully so is that there's a certain level of accountability that is inherently built in to right. the way this space operates, that it cannot be as hands-off an approach as may have existed in the past. So at the end of the day in my collaborating with Anansi and this is a personal project it's not um it, yeah, it it's yeah in even in working with Anansi I cannot form I cannot create her wallet for her right. so there is that level of knowledge and financial responsibility which she has to take upon herself in a way that maybe weren't weren't wasn't in the traditional world um there is a level of yes yes guidance and 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 support that i'm offering through my business interest or or because for me business is creative like figuring out all of this stuff figuring out how to get a right. project together, has been very interesting all right i went you know we went to her home and we picked which projects we thought could work in this space and then i had to find which artists i thought could collaborate well with her because she had no idea for what she wanted to do graphically it's she she works with she's a mixed media 3D collagist and works with reclaimed items. So she's about as far removed from the digital world right. as, as you could possibly think. So right. then it was having to decide which artists to pair with her and, and having to decide what we would do and, and how we would get her positioned in the space. And in the end, I was able to, so her pieces are just being created this week actually. And, but next week they'll be on virtual display in a black, MetaFest, which is the first ever Black History Meta Festival Fist. in the Metaverse, and her pieces are being displayed in the Deeper Tones Mansion. It's a virtual mansion in Altspace Space VR, but her works will be a part of the um, virtual display as well as have a digital exhibition in Netherlands in in Amsterdam, in Whoa. like a, on a TV screen in a gallery there. So that's that to me. That was fun to figure out how we're going to pull all these elements together and. And get it positioned in a way that at the end, hopefully her three NFTs will be sold, that persons will know they're available and will care enough and appreciate the story of cultural regeneration and elder artists working with new artists to do something totally new in a space and will value it. yeah, there is there is value and there's scope for other services, but I'm still interested to see exactly how that's going to work out in this new space where persons need to also be personally responsible a bit more. Right. right. We'll now, see. we'll see
1: the work that you're doing with carrydrop if we want to follow or if we want to keep abreast of that where can we find you
0: um carrydrop.com sorry carry, yep carry com or at carrydrop on instagram are the best okay. places to follow us right now to be frank i have not been extremely active on the page because in the background it's been a lot of, of piloting and and figuring out for how we want to to come forward this year um it's not so important to me to be first as much as to make sure that we do something that that is uh positive and and sets a good path for someone's long-term involvement in this space you know this 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 collaboration with I nancy for example it's it's now going to end up being four people that are taking their first step into the metaverse because of this collaboration and for collectors and for creators Long-term success is really the ideal. You want to you want to be charting and creating a long-term journey in the space, so your NFTs will appreciate in value and be have a secondary market value um, and be more valuable to you in the long run.
1: I agree. I agree. And as you mentioned that long-term, I had I had seen where you had said vision and perseverance two most important factors for business. So what's the vision? And as we know, we have a lot of growing curves that we'll have to go through in the Caribbean, and a lot of challenges, but what's the vision?
0: Yeah, Um, the vision for me is is, is One Digital Caribbean, as as we kind of alluded to in the beginning. So it is a Caribbean marketplace um, underpinned by a Caribbean token with a community that understands the functioning of tokenomics, and okay. are able to um, create and build and own their own metaverse um, where they are able to raise funds and um, finance uh, projects and, yeah, uh, develop strong collaborative tools. All those great things, I think, that are so facilitatable or can be so facil- easily facilitated in this new realm. Right, right. Okay. Well... And that is something don't, that don't we, ask me step by step how we get there, <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, I would I would That's just well, a
0: vision
1: <laughs> and so just to say you cast a vision and as you mentioned, the factory here at Jan, we will do our part in getting us there. So having that the digital Caribbean, it will have to be created. And we're a collection of artists across all the different disciplines and areas. So no. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll get there as we we'll will persevere. Fairy.
0: That is, listen. I may not know all of the steps, but I can tell you that to me, that is an important first step to figure out how we how we connect because Brilliant. this is this is this is a collective effort. It it will never be achievable outside of a collective, um, regional, uh, effort and and a great first step for us as Cari Drop based out of Jamaica is to connect with that entity like Jan and figure okay. out how we how we move our side forward and then start connecting with the other Caribbean islands. All
1: right, and I want to thank you for the time and sharing with our audience. It has been very enriching and we will take this information and we will bring it to the world as we thank will bring you. that vision to life.
0: May I thank you so much? May I say one last thing?
1: Go right um, ahead.
0: Like just just as as IP, even though I may seem like I've sold it out for the cryptoverse, um, right. I, still want, <laughs> I still want to I still want to to bear bear in mind that we are still very much in the real world. And right. as a final note to persons from a, from that IP head when you're developing projects for the metaverse. Uh, you want to understand as I mentioned your rights and how to leverage it in the project roadmap and all of that but on a very basic level you still want to be doing those real world actions like registering trademarks and respecting the trademarks of others because Right. right now yes it's the wild wild west but the law is going to catch up and so it makes sense to structure your projects in as legal a way as possible from day one before heading out there